0: There's nothing
1: like seeing homes lit up for Christmas. The twinkling lights, they always bring joy and cheer to people who see them. And once again, the Carolyn family in Kilcurly are covering their home in festive lighting to light up the dark and raise much needed funds for a very worthy charity. The family who are from Kilcurly have been running this fundraiser for the past couple of years. They've raised huge amounts of money for various charitable organisations. And this year, they managed to get a sponsor to help cover the cost of lighting their home. And they're hoping everyone will come along from December 1st and see their home lit up for Christmas. I'm delighted to have and Carolyn from Kilcurly in the studio with me now. Thank you so much for travelling in to see me. How are you getting on? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Great to have you, great to have you because you know when you reached out on email I was so happy because this charity and this fundraiser that you do every year just fills me so much with with joy. It's so so heartwarming and I was t- only thinking of you as well. I was thinking how are they going to do this with the energy crisis but you have a sponsor and everything. Yes, it's been great. So
2: we hadn't um, we hadn't planned on doing it this year and um then we were kind of talking about it. And every time you went and met anybody, they were like, oh, are you doing the lights? And we we're like, oh, we don't know if we're doing them or not. And then we got the opportunity then to get a sponsor on board. It kind of all kicked off about four weeks ago, which is usually quite late for us, because normally kind of by September, we're really kind of working on it. We're pulling out all the bits, figuring out what needs to fix, where we're putting everything, all that kind of thing. Um, and then doing like the press release and taking the pictures and doing all that kind of stuff. So it's been, yeah, it's
1: been a hectic four weeks. But yeah, we're ready to go for a Friday. So. Ready to go for Friday. And you know, you've you been lighting up the home for the past, well, actually years and years. But this is only the fundraising aspect of it is more of a recent thing. How did that happen?
2: Yeah, so we used to light up the house at Christmas. I think since kind of we got married, there was always something outside. And then in 2019, um, we lit it up. And this was every year we could kind of go a little bit bigger, bigger and better. Um, so in 2019, my sister was like, you really should be raising money. And she's kind of slagging us and going, you know, you should be doing something worthwhile with this. You know, people would come out and, you know, yourself, I rolled my eyes and went, where would I even start? What would you do? All that kind of thing. So obviously then a few months later, COVID obviously hit. And then my sister collapsed on the 27th of April and she passed away. Um, so I just thought if we're going to do the lights this year, I have to do them in her memory and we have to raise money. Absolutely. So we took we took on board what she had said and we raised over 4000 euro for the um, for the Doc Simon community. We chose that charity just because I suppose during Covid you kind of realised how much you needed your own home and to be able to close your own door to keep you safe. And I just thought that's kind of where I'd like to put the money. So, yeah, we were overwhelmed that we raised that much money kind of in my head at the start. I was like, gosh, if we got 500 euros, that'd be great. And to raise that much was huge. Um then the following um the following January I give birth to twins at twenty eight weeks. So um baby Robert had a fatal fetal abnormality, so he passed away after an hour and baby Ethan spent nine weeks in hospitals, so between the Rotunda and the NICU in the Lourdes. So we knew kind of then in January twenty twenty one that we would be raising money for the hospitals then last year um so we raised over eight 000 euro which was just it. yeah, yeah. Lo- blew us away like it really like we couldn't get over it and i suppose when you're dealing with grief like it really just it just gave us joy it was a distraction obviously christmas is a very hard time i mean every day is hard when you when you really miss someone and you wonder what you know what they would have been doing or what you would have been doing with them at this time but um at christmas you know, it was a just we were providing joy for other people and giving them something to do and to include as part of their Christmas plans and stuff.
1: Isn't so. that just amazing to, to for to be thinking of other people in the midst of this? And as you say going through such hardship, such loss yourselves but to, to light up the darkness literally, you know, in, in in other people's lives. And, you know, so many people are going, particularly now, you know, in, in you know, aftermath of COVID, crisis of living, that sort of thing that we're, we're, we're seeing a lot of it. There's so much darkness w- with people and it's, sm- like, I mean, it's such a small thing to have lights on your house. Like <laughs> in such a, but it's doing so much, isn't it, for others? Yeah, it is. And, like, we live on um, just a small
2: country road, so we have to was be grateful for our neighbors because the road be's busier <laughs> <laughs> in December. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's great. Like, and it's funny. Like, you're in the house and you're, you're folding clothes, doing the ironing and getting the boys ready for bed, all that kind of stuff. And you walk into the hall and you look out the front door and like, there's cars outside and there's kids standing on the fence taking photos and. All that kind of stuff, and you are like, "Oh,
1: I forgot that we're doing this." Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And we were talking about uh, little Ethan, who is two, yeah. and he is very much getting all excited now, isn't he for Christmas? Yes, he's very
2: excited, and he's. We've got a five-year-old as well, Orjay. So between the two of them, they're just mad for the lights to go on. Um, yeah, they just like we did a test last week, and he lost his mind when he had to go back inside. So I was running to I was trying to him, I
1: said, like, shut them off, shut them off, <laughs> and they wouldn't say, go in. I'd say I'd say so in the in the cold weather and it must be a mammoth task like whose job is it now to put all those lights up because I don't think I'd like that job. So
2: it's my husband, Robert. Yeah, so he um, he does it. Uh, he's kind of the, he's the muscles behind the operation. <laughs> A
1: fair play to Robert. Yeah. Uh, and no doubt, you know, uh, the worst case scenario, because I mean, I know myself even just with cr- normal Christmas tree lights, when you notice that A, they're tangled and you haven't put them away diligently last year. Yes. And B, there's one light that's missing. I'd say he'd be going mad, but he has it well tested in advance before he puts it yeah, on. So like that's what like the first
2: kind of two weeks nearly is taken out for the night, laying it out, testing it doesn't need to be fixed will they do where can we put them because we didn't actually when we Took them down last year. We weren't planning on doing the lights really this year. So we didn't really label anything. We weren't really that organised last year. <laughs> so it was a bit more involved this year. But no, it's it looks really, really well. Yeah, and I'm excited for people to see it.
1: Fantastic. And you guys add to this all the time. And I, do, I did notice that you have a six foot Santa that has his own reputation, I think. Yes, so <laughs> he's the at
2: the gate. Yeah, he's at the gate. He has his own little hut. Um, And in the hut, there's a little presence. There's like a fireplace backdrop. And yeah, kids stand in front of it and get their picture taken with Santa. and he was an addition last year because I know that a lot of children didn't get to go to Meet Santa last year. So at least they're getting a picture with him. he's lovely.
1: <laughs> and as you mentioned, every year there's a charity. This year there's a very yes. worthy charity. Tell us about this. Yeah, so
2: last year when we um, kind of finished up, I was adamant. I was like, we're not doing that this year. I want to be able to sit in my house at night time and go to bed whenever I want rather than waiting for the lights to go off and all that kind of thing. So um, in August, um, our friend Isabel passed away um, after a very tough fight with cancer. And in September, my Robert, my husband was like, I think uh, I think we need to raise money for Isabel in Isabel Isabel's memory. So we chatted with Paul, her husband, and said, look, you know, who, where would we even what would be the charity that he'd want to nominate? So he nominates St James's hospital because that's where she had spent the last five and a half years getting her treatment and most of her treatment and um,
1: trying to get better. But unfortunately, she lost her battle. So you've had so many people that you have lost but in your own way this is what you're doing for them. You're lighting up your home, you're raising this funds. I mean, I just, I just think you're so inspirational. I really do. And I think the family are really, really incredible to be thinking of others in such times of loss. I really, really do. I commend yourself and Robert. I really do. Um, You must get so many people though calling, I'd say, because like, this was a thing that we used to do as kids. We used to go, into the car and go all around the estates and different places to look at everyone else's lights done up yes. and uh, it's such a tradition that people have I would imagine that your house is part of people's Christmas traditions that must be so special <laughs> Yeah I think so and even like we do it ourselves <laughs> just in case we get some good ideas <laughs> but um, yeah no
2: it's great and it's it's lovely to be part of that and it's funny we were at a, a, a wedding and people were like, "Oh, where do you live?" And we were saying, "Oh, the courtyard Road." Oh, the only house we know is the house that lights up at Christmas. And we we're like, "Oh, that's
1: all right." <laughs> oh, brilliant! So you're you're famous at this stage. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and you know, at the the in terms of the charity aspect of it, you know, obviously you're welcoming people to come along and to to see the house and to give what they can to the exactly. charity. Exactly, yeah. and that's the thing. I mean, when we. With the cost
2: of everything, we don't expect like if, if you've got a euro to euro, put it in the bucket at the gate, you know, even come if you can't afford to come out, you spend your money on the diesel to get there and just make memories with your family. That's that's really what we're looking for. You know, get your photographs um, you know, just try and make nice times because you don't know when.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely and it's it's such an important message and uh, just to remind people as well, as well as you know the, the donations at the house, you can also have justgiving.com forward slash lighting up the darkness 2022, any little bit of a donation there, the price of a cup of coffee anything at all would go such a long way. I think what you and the family are doing is just so so incredible I love when you message me every year to tell you <laughs> that this is coming on uh, and thank you so so much for, for joining us today in Thank you for having us. Thanks a million. Roisin Carlin there. As I mentioned, justgiving.com forward slash lighting up the darkness 2022.
0: LMFM podcasts. With CNC carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or book a new showroom appointment on 087